0: Hello and welcome to a Word for This Day podcast. I'm Jory Schaefer, the show's host and creator, and I want to welcome you. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for downloading today. Welcome back to all you regular listeners, and welcome aboard to anyone who's new, who's listening for the first time. Friends, it's no accident that you're here. There's no accidents in God's timeline, so there's something that He has for us in His Word every single day, and I'm so glad that you stopped by. Know that I pray for you daily. I've prayed for you that God would give you a hunger and a thirst and a desire to know more of him and to be in his word. We absolutely must be in his word if we're believers, friends. That's how we know more of him. Jesus talked to us about abiding in him and abiding in his word. And it's so important. That's how uh, that's how he transforms us. That's how we show that we're His disciples, and um, we just learn so much, so much of the character of God and of our Lord Jesus and how to deal with each other and how to deal with the world and how to communicate with God and how to know His will. Uh, There's just so much here, and so I'm thankful that you're here, and I want to encourage you, please don't let this be the only time that you think about God's Word today. Let this just be a jumping-off point. Uh, for you to continue to read and study and think about his word as you go through the day um i would invite you to please consider sharing uh, this podcast with friends or family or relatives or neighbors just anyone who you think may receive a blessing from it and know that i love to hear from you so please consider sending me a message you can find my email in the show notes and uh i'm just uh just so thankful that you're here i'm excited for us to dig in and see what we can learn today and friends i remind you about this frequently but we know that god's word is truth and scripture says the sum of all of your word is truth and we must uh, we must just stand in that truth in this world today there's so many uh or or such a prevailing thought that everybody can just make up their own truth, that there's no absolutes, there's no absolute truth, there's no absolute right or wrong. And that's a lie. That's a lie from the devil. That's the lie from uh, the father of lies and the author of confusion. And uh, we need to go back to what we know is true. When everything is difficult and falling apart, stick to what you know is true. And that is God's word. So, I'm just excited for us to be here, and we are back in the Psalms today, and so our recording for uh, September the 10th, 2022, comes from Psalm chapter 9, verse 10, and it reads as follows from the English Standard Version, and those who know your name put their trust in you, for you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Oh, friends, this is a good one. Of course, they're all good. You know I love all the words and all the verses, but this is wonderful. So I'm excited for us to dig in and uh, let's just start off uh, like we usually do with a background about Psalms and about where we are in the Psalms, where we are in the whole canon of scripture. And if you're new, this, uh, just helps you start to learn more about the different books and letters that we find in the Bible. If you're a regular listener and you've heard this a lot, it should be starting to be cemented into your heart and your mind. And, uh, so that when the Lord, uh, tasks you with sharing his word with someone or uh, or you just need to retrieve it or access it you'll hopefully remember because we talked about the context and it makes it just a lot easier uh, for you to um, remember what you need to do and what you need to remember in order to share it appropriately so the book of Psalms is made up of a hundred and fifty chapters these were thought to be songs or prayers and the original uh, greek text the word translated for that um was translated praises and then uh, the greek septuagint and i think the Uh, Well, the Greek Septuagint, uh, which is the Greek translation of the Old Testament, called it Psalms. And this was Israel's ancient hymn book, and it spans a a period of about 900 years. Uh, We know that King David wrote 73 of these Psalms, that uh, Korah wrote 10, Asaph wrote 12, and Solomon wrote two Moses wrote one, Heman wrote one, Ethan wrote one. The remaining fifty psalms are anonymous, and it could have been that some of these uh same people wrote some of those, but there was it didn't tell us who wrote those and we know that there is um there are superscriptions or little additional information over 116 of these 150 psalms. And often this is where we see about who wrote it and what kind of song it was or maybe what was going on uh, at the time. And some of those words and terms, we don't know what they mean. We have no idea uh, because it was so long ago. Uh, But some we are able to tell. And we know that it goes all the way back to Moses' Psalm um, 90, somewhere around 1405 when he was uh, uh, giving the addresses that we find in Deuteronomy right before the uh, children of Israel were getting ready to go over and uh, take the promised land after they had wandered in the wilderness for 40 years and then um some of the psalms come all the way up into the post-exilic period into the fifth or sixth century uh, bc so uh, there's a wide range we know that the ultimate author is god but he inspired men to write these different psalms and i just love the psalms of course you know i love all the words and all the verses but we see such a wide range of emotion we see how to pray we see the character of god we see how to be joyful before god and how to sing praise we also see uh, what it is to lament and to pour out our heart to god and and uh, we see sadness and anger and fear and dread and you see, however, just the faithfulness and the mercy, and the love and the graciousness of God throughout as well, and it's such a blessing, such a blessing. And so often, when uh, when we don't know what to pray, we can go back to the Psalms and and reread some of those prayers there. But you will see that there's something for every part of life in the Psalms and. Uh, I'm just so thankful that God saw fit to uh, allow us to have this um, in part of his word. And so, uh, as we talked about, we're back in this Psalm 9. You know, when we opened up September, we started out in Psalm 9 in verse 1. And so, um, I'm going to read, uh, starting with Psalm 9. Verse 1 and go up to our verse for the day so you can see, but it's very interesting that about the first half of this psalm, uh, Psalm 1 through 12, um, we see that praise is really more prominent. But in the latter half of the psalm, you see more of a prayer. And uh, it's just neat, although all of this is in an attitude of prayer. Uh, but you see that uh, that request, I think, more on the back half. But let's look at this whole psalm, and then we'll back up and, and uh, zero in on the part that uh, is, it contains our verse for the day. So as we open up, we see this superscription. It says, To the choirmaster according to Muthlabin, a psalm of David. Now, from what I've read in my study notes, that Muthlabin, um, is literally translated death to a son. And we're not sure what that means, um, unless it is a tune that goes to that song because there's, uh, it's hard to understand that otherwise as, as far as the context of the psalm. Um, but as we talked about before, um, many of these were meant to be set to music, and uh, so it's thought that that probably, that Muthlabhan is probably a certain tune that this was meant to be sung um, two and so we open up we know that David wrote this and as we talked about in the background we know that he wrote 73 of the 150 psalms so this was uh, another example of David who was known as a man after God's own heart pouring out his heart to God and it opens up with I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. When my enemies turn back, they stumble and perish before your presence. For you have maintained my just cause. You have sat on the throne giving righteous judgment. You have rebuked the nations. You have made the wicked perish. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. The enemy came to an end in everlasting ruins. Their cities you rooted out. The very memory of them has perished. But the Lord sits enthroned forever. He has established his throne for justice, and he judges the world with righteousness. He judges the people with uprightness. The Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. And here's our verse for the day. And those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Sing praises to the Lord who sits enthroned in Zion. Tell among the peoples his deeds, for he who avenges blood is mindful of them. He does not forget the cry of the afflicted. Be gracious to me, O Lord. See my affliction from those who hate me. O you who lift me up from the gates of death, that I may recount all your praises, that in the gates of the daughter of Zion I may rejoice in your salvation. THE NATIONS HAVE SUNK IN THE PIT THAT THEY MADE, in THE NET THAT THEY HID, THEIR OWN FOOT HAS BEEN CAUGHT. THE LORD HAS MADE HIMSELF KNOWN. HE HAS EXECUTED JUDGEMENT. THE WICKED ARE SNARED IN THE WORK OF THEIR OWN HANDS. THE WICKED SHALL RETURN TO SHEOL, ALL THE NATIONS THAT FORGET GOD. FOR THE NEEDY SHALL NOT ALWAYS BE FORGOTTEN, AND THE HOPE OF THE POOR SHALL NOT PERISH FOREVER. Arise, O Lord, let not man prevail. Let the nations be judged before you. Put them in fear, O Lord. Let the nations know they are but men. Oh, what a wonderful psalm. And, you know, as we mentioned, we see that psalm of praise. He's extolling God and saying that he's going to give thanks to God and recount all his wonderful deeds and exult in what he's done and he talks about, uh, David talks about how God took care of his enemies, even though it seemed like they were going to overtake, they didn't. And God maintained, uh, his just cause and, um, God remained righteous and does remain righteous all the way through. And, uh, in verse seven, the Lord sits enthroned forever. He has established his throne for justice and judges the world with righteousness. He judges the peoples with uprightness. And then I love this in the verse right before our verse for the day. The Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. And strongholds were, were these, these places that were a refuge, um, in the, in the uh, original Hebrew, it the name of it was Miss Miss Gabe, I think, and I know I'm probably mispronouncing that. But the description of that is a secure height, a retreat. A stronghold it's where the kings and the armies would go to be protected it was their refuge and i just love that and that is what yahweh that is what the lord is for us he is our retreat our refuge our secure height uh, for the oppressed in times of trouble and then our verse for the day and those who know your name put their trust in you for you O lord have not forsaken those who seek you, oh, I just love this, and this is why it is so important for you to do verses before and verses after to get the context. Just think about what they what uh, the psalmist has just said in uh, verse nine how the Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble, um, so in other words, when things are falling apart, He's our dwelling-place, He is our refuge. And then, uh, as if that's not enough, there's an and. (laughs) And those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. And the interesting thing about this, those who know your name. A name was originally meant, uh, it's my understanding, to convey the character or quality of one and um i think that's why uh, many of us pick a name not just based on a family name uh but many of us choose a name uh, when we're naming our children to um bestow that name and and pray that they will live up to that name and have that character well this is talking about the character of god those who know your name those who know who you are uh what you are called and who you are and how you act and your character just your general character will put their trust in you because we have no other uh no other response but to do that if you think about this god is the creator he's the eternal one he's our refuge he's our strength he's our redeemer he's our rescuer He's our provider. He's our healer. He's our savior. He's the most holy God, the highest of all, the eternal king. Um, and we could go on and on and on. Um, but he is, uh, our all in all. He's everything. And, um, it makes me think about, uh, when Moses had an encounter his his first encounter uh that we have a record of uh with the lord god on mount sinai when he was uh when he turned side to see that burning bush <laughs> and the Lord said, take off your shoes for the place where you're standing is holy ground. And God went on to tell Moses, and we find this in Exodus three, uh, that he was sending them down uh, to bring up the people, the children of Israel up out of Egypt. And Moses said "Um, in verse 11, or actually in verse 13, he said, Then Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, What is his name? Did you notice that's not who is his name? Who is he? It's what is his name? How is he called? Of what are his characteristics? What shall I say to them? And then God said to Moses, I am who I am. I just love that, and he said, "Say this to the people of Israel: I am has sent me to you." Um, and so that I am implies and shows an eternal being. He, um, he is, he was, he will be. He's all eternal. He's omnipotent, which means all powerful. He's omniscient, which means he knows everything, and he's omnipresent, which means he is everywhere at all times and uh he's bigger than any uh anything that we could imagine let yet small enough that he can uh, live inside of us um in his son jesus and in the holy spirit oh it's just amazing to me um but when moses says what is he when the people ask me what is he called you know what are his characteristics and this when we think about that, those who know your name, those who are, those who know what you were called, those who know what you have done. Put their trust in you that's our only response i mean he is the only one that we can put our full trust in because he is trustworthy he's faithful he's loving he's gracious he's forgiving he's compassionate and he just he cares for us so much and he's the one that has said i will never leave you nor forsake you Um, and we read that in that next phrase, for you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. And that is our loving God. He takes care of us if we turn to Him and if we continue to seek Him. And I love what we read um in Proverb Proverbs, I should say, eighteen ten, where it says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous man runs into it and is safe and that matches with what we read in the verse right before 10 where it said the lord is a stronghold for the oppressed a stronghold in times of trouble and those who know your name those who know that your name that you are a strong tower uh, put their trust in you because there's like i said there's no other Thing that we should put our trust in there's no other person there's no other thing that we should put our confidence in no other um, no other there is none like our god and uh, when we see here for you O lord have not forsaken those who seek you if we truly seek him uh, he is faithful he is absolutely faithful we read in matthew 6 33 3, uh, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you, all these things that you need. And then we read in Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, acknowledge who he is, acknowledge that he's sovereign, and he will make your path straight. And then we read in Psalm 91, I love this, in verses 14 through 16, um, talking about how the lord is so faithful and so gracious to us and um the well let me just back up and say that uh psalm 91 starts out in this way he who dwells in the shelter of the most high will abide in the shadow of the almighty i will say to the lord my refuge and my fortress my god in whom i trust and then you get over in uh, verse 14 and it says because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. This is the interesting thing about the Psalm ninety-one is it talks out, starts out talking about what God does, and then at the back end, that the latter part of it, God is uh, talking in the Psalm. And it says, "Because he that the person who trusts in me holds fast to me in love." I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. That matches what we read here in 10. And those who know your name put their trust in you. And then we continue on. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. That's the faithfulness of our God. That's what he does for us over and over and over and i love what we read in amos in amos chapter 5 and you may recall when we did this several um months ago when we were parked in Amos and in several of those prophecies, the Lord said, seek me and live, seek me and live, seek after me, turn to me, um, call to me and answer me. And I'll tell you unsearchable things that you do not know. He wants us to seek him friends. He wants us to do that. And as we do that, and as we believe in him and as we put our trust in him and as we're obedient to him, Uh, that's where we have life and on this side of the cross we have life because we believe what God has done in sending his son Jesus and we believe that Jesus died for our sins uh, to pay the penalty that we owe for our sins against a holy God he paid that penalty Um, he ransomed us he redeemed us um, and then, if we believe that and we confess that and we confess our sins and we turn away from our wicked ways and turn to Him and seek Him, He's faithful, friends. He's faithful. And then, then that is where we have eternal life because what Jesus has done for us. It's just such a blessing. We make it so hard, but it is really just so simple it's believing and then we read in hebrews i just absolutely love this in hebrews 11 chapters um i'm sorry chapter 11 verse 6 we see and without faith it is impossible to please god for whoever would draw near to god must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him and what is that reward friends that's eternal life that's peace that we have that's joy it's all the fruit of the spirit peace joy uh sorry love joy peace patience uh kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. We get that because when we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and we accept Him as our Lord and Savior, He gives us His Holy Spirit as a guarantee. And then that Holy Spirit in us um, uh, produces fruit, the fruit of the Spirit. And so it's just such a blessing, such a gift, and it's all by His grace. Um, those who know your name, those who know you, do you know my Jesus? I just love that old song. Those who know your name put their trust in you, for you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Oh, what a blessing. And so, friends, the question remains, or the question is, have you put your trust in him? Are you seeking Him? Do you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that He will not forsake you? He does not forsake His own friends. And, you know, as we looked at that, um, the verse right before our verse for the day and saw how the Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Remember that Jesus said, in this world you will have trouble, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world He is with us, friends, if we are his, if we are, uh, have confessed him and are, uh, trusting him and we've given our lives to him and we've submitted to him as Lord of our lives. He is so faithful, so faithful, so faithful to walk through us through every difficulty that'll come our way. And then so faithful to be right there when we're having those joyous times and, times of celebration um, but just remember that he is he is there for those of us who know his name and so seek him seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you as well and i'm going to close with this portion from psalm 18 that says in psalm 18 1, i love you O lord my strength The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and I am saved from my enemies. Amen and amen. Blessings to you, friends. Until next time.